Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, take two in the world of podcasting proudly present to you, the WWE Tag Team Superfans of the World, the Dream Craig Machine, the Badass Johnny P, Take Two Takedown. And if you're not down with Take Two Takedown, we got two words for you. Suck it! Take Two Takedown, episode 50. Are we sure this time? I'm really not, no. This is the problem. See, the problem is, is there's numbers and typing and, like, notes to write, and it's so hard. We don't math good. We don't math good, but I believe we had somebody else come in and count for us, so we should be on episode 50 now. We should probably ask Jeff the ref. We should probably ask him. He seems so much smarter. I'm locked in on 50 today. I think 50 is good because then we're that means we're two episodes away. Two from one whole year of T3 together. Isn't that crazy? Forever, forever, ever, 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 ever. We hope that you have been joining us. Maybe not for a full year, but you realize how good this show is, and you're going to continue to listen to us for year after year after year here at Take Two Takedown. If you don't follow us on Twitter, I don't know what's wrong with you. You should be at Take Two Takedown on Twitter. You can call us. We've gotten nearly not enough phone calls. No, no. But call our hotline 434 602 1931. We're still waiting for everyone's ideas of what our intro should be. They're supposed to be calling in and giving us their versions of the best wrestling promo intros. That's right, because New Year, mm-hmm. new promos. New Year, new promos. That's the way it works. That's the way it works around here. All right, John. Yes. I think it's time to get into the mailbag to start the show. Well, another way our fans can get hold of us mm-hmm. is by going through the mailbag. The mailbag. Our email account is triple the letter T bag mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And today, my friend, we get a letter from da- uh, Davi. Davi? I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. It's like Davi or Dahabi or... Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. This mm-hmm. guy yeah. writes us a letter. And he Wasn't says, that nice of him? He says, basically, he's interested in our take on what's going on with Saudi Arabia and WWE's contract with it. What? There's something yeah. going on? He said, with the political unrest between the United States and Saudi Arabia and mm-hmm. the lucrative contract that WWE has in Saudi Arabia... Where do you think this puts them, and what do you think they'll do? Now, I heard you have a little bit of discussion about this on episode 105 of Take Two, our main parent show. Hopefully, you guys are listening to that. You heard John on there this week. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. I'm pretty much Mr. October. You right? are. You I are. You're everywhere. Of October. Where you you everywhere. just hear me through every show. You're you so watch welcome. Out realm, realm. Here I come. There you come. And spotlight all on me. Now, I know we both discussed it, but on Raw and on SmackDown, there was no mention of Saudi Arabia in all of their Crown Jewel speak. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. before, it was like the Crown Jewel at like the Prince at whatever. Riyadh in right. Saudi Arabia. Exactly. It was a big not thing. Not anymore. Now, not and, anymore. And I will capitalize on all this by saying... I was at the SmackDown 1000 yeah, show you were. with my son. It was his birthday present, more a gift to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, when 
They announced the match at Crown Jewel. Anytime they announced Crown Jewel, the whole place booed. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not okay with this. So, I don't know. As you said, it's a 10-year contract. And this is fight two. Yeah. (laughs) Two shows a year for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Millions upon millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. We're not talking like a couple mil. We're talking Mm -hmm. like hundreds of millions of dollars. No. For the next 10 years. Exactly. The reason they were able to get this whole Brothers of Destruction and DX tag team is because, from what I've heard, they all four of them are reportedly getting eight figures. Yeah. And that's because of the money they're getting from this contract that WWE is able to do that. So, there's obviously money involved, and money runs the world. But, I don't know. We, we might be seeing Crown Jewel from Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, they're not changing the date. They're still saying yeah. November 2nd. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. They're still saying November 2nd in all their promos when they talk about Crown Jewel. They're just not talking about the location anymore. I'm sure the event will go on. I'm sure they'll probably still do it in Saudi Arabia because they have a contractual obligation to do so. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that we won't see the spin here that they may put in Saudi Arabia. It may just be like, hey, watch the Crown Jewel. And here are the matches. Right. Maybe we'll let's just not mention see, where we are. Then we'll just see a bunch of Arabic people of descent right. yelling about in the background. Well, I mean, if it's anything like their rumble in the sand that they did before, mm-hmm. one of the big things they did, they had like a huge basically like come to Saudi Arabia commercial in the yeah. middle of the show. Hey, look, are they that, still going to do that? We let women drive now. Right. Exactly. Are they still going to do that? Like, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't know. Um, They're not canceling the show. I think that's a given. Their official statement is is they are continuously monitoring the situation in Saudi Arabia, and they'll make a decision then. So do you think the continuously monitoring, I'm putting in quotes, means they're just hoping it's going to blow over and people forget? I'm saying, hey, Evolution's (laughs) coming up in two weeks. Are Mm -hmm. you excited about that? Yay! See what I did? I distracted like WWE I I distracted with ladies. That's what I do. That's what I do. So, I know you want to talk about SmackDown. I know you were live at SmackDown here for SmackDown 1000, but we at least got to talk a little bit about Raw first. Oh, well, let's get into Raw. It was a good show this week. It was. It was. There were two new World Cup spots given out for the very important International World Cup full of Americans. It's full of Americans. (laughs) Uh, So, we started out with the Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre to see who gets this World Cup spot. I mean, I. it was a great match. It's always a great match, as you should assume, between these two guys. Yeah, but this just parlays the story that's been going on between the Dogs of War mm-hmm. and the Shield. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously Ziggler comes out to try to cause a commotion. Right. And then Dean comes Dean out come- to stop that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Seth walks away with the win. But what did you really draw from all this? I, I mean, the whole thing you're getting is the... Uh, dissension that's happening amongst both teams. Amongst what is Dean going to do? And then Ziggler and Drew kind of had a little interaction as to how that's going to go. And then, shocker, what happens? Oh, we'll just do it again, the three-on-three at the end of the show. Yeah, it kind of had to be. What, the... what is this, fourth week in a row? So it's the, only, match? it's the only continuing storyline that WWE has. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's the only storyline on Raw that anybody cares about. Also true. So, also true. I mean, mm-hmm. it's where this leads. I mean, even so much so that we get into like a Brother of Destruction's promo with a super secret tunnel. Super secret tunnel. They kept flashing on a sign that says high voltage danger. Like it. Shocking. I, mean, it, I, I don't know. I'm charged for this. Well, what? I can feel the electricity in the room. It's electric. It's just like boogie, a boogie, boogie. bolt 
going through me. I I to try and do. <laughs> You're just gonna walk away. I'm just gonna walk this. away from it because to try and <laughs> copy what. Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels did in the ring. Yeah. Which is then now this is like Brothers of Destruction answer to it. It's it's not. It's, you can't get that same feel. It's kind of like going into the retirement home and having Grandpa tell you about World War II. Right. Be like, I mean, it sounds cool. There's like cool stories. But after a while, you're like, come on, let's just get to the point, Grandpa. Yeah. Let's yeah. move it. Let's move it along. So Speed it up. I think you told me that it... Reminded you of a crappy B movie. Yes, because that's basically what it looked like. It looked like somebody printed out high voltage signs and danger signs and put them up on the wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically every once in a while they do a quick cutaway to like heavy machinery. And you're like, oh, oh, this is Wait, scary. Heavy machinery like an NXT? <laughs> no, it's a whole different thing. Oh, it's a whole okay. different thing. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of a whole different thing. Yeah. But being much like crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the Ember Moon and Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke and Tamina? Hey, hey, did you know Tamina's back? Wait, what? She is? Yeah. After a year and a, a half. A year and a half of nothing? Yeah. And now she's back and we get we get no nothing said about it. We don't see her walk out because she came out during the commercial. It's, it's Dana Brooke and Tamina. Right, but it's still Tamina. You at least, she's been gone a year and a half. You're not even going to give her the... They made her look strong. They did. Picked up Nia Jax. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she's Samoa dropping Nia Jax. That's not an easy thing. Now, Nia Jax has never felt that kind of pain before. Oh, no. Never felt it. Yeah, that was my favorite line from, I think it was Corey Graves. He's Mm -hmm. like, Nia Jax has never felt that kind of pain before. Right, right, yeah. But then this whole thing is basically just to lead to the end where there's just everyone against everyone to get ready for the Women's Battle Royal. Royal. Yeah, Royal. Not Royal Rumble, Battle Royal. Battle Royal. Which I think is even worse. Like, Yeah, but I don't understand. Like, You're going to have this huge women-only event, and you're going to have most of your talent in some sort of Battle Royal? Yeah, and I don't know if you saw, I saw this a little bit afterwards, that nothing is done without WWE's permission, so I can't say that it's it wasn't their idea. But after this Battle Royal was announced... A good hunk of the women involved in it, uh, Naomi, Lana, Asuka, Peyton Royce, Dana Brooke, like a bunch of them about like 20 minutes later at the exact same time all tweeted out like a a gift of themselves just basically making like a WTF face. Like what the hell? Because they're all, you have all of this talent and And you were putting putting it in one big one big match. Like you're telling me that in a, Three to four to five hour event, the best you're going to give Asuka is a battle royal? Yeah. Like, yeah. You I, know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, even, even people like Ember Moon, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, like people that we've seen do well, like, did, you could have done more you're with You're still them. throwing them in here? But like, it, it almost feels like a desperate reach. Like, look. We didn't do anything with you, and this show is two weeks away, so the best we can do is just to get your face on TV, throw you into one right. huge match. Because we have to have 50-plus women, because that's what we said. Yeah, but the the winner gets a title opportunity. Winner gets a title opportunity, I guess, for and, everyone they want. And, and, we, and Tori Wilson's in it. Yeah, and we know Dana Brooke won't win because she looks strong at the end of this one. Right, exactly, exactly. So she's not going to win. So, I, I'm, I'm assuming maybe this is going to be a Tamina, maybe. Well, I think this. if they did it right, this would lead into a good, long program between Nia Jax and Tamina where they can just both both beat the piss out of each other, but they're 
accident prone and they're ac- prone to killing yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. So then does this mean, because in this match we have uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, we have the Iconics. Is this whole idea of the women's tag team whatever that was going to happen at Evolution is not happening? Well, when you look at the talent that's in here, mm-hmm. you can almost see the tag teams pulling out. Right, exactly. Like you can see Asuka and Naomi. You can see Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see teams developing. You could even see a Dana Brooke and Tamina if that's yeah. what you want to go with. Yeah. So maybe this is like the catalyst that drives people to be a tag team. Like we see them all work together until it's just down to the last two, mm-hmm. which most likely would be like a Nia Jackson, Tamina. That's, and they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Busted out. I don't know, but we'll see what Who happens. Speaking about seeing what happens, mm-hmm. did you saw it? Uh, did you saw? Did all? you saw? Did you saw this? I done saw the Ronda Rousey screaming at the Bellas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a. I don't know how I felt about this. I think when it actually came on, you and I were talking. It's like I really love what she's saying, but I just can't get the feel. Yeah. Like, I mean, her the words uh, were good. And I think we were both kind of shocked that they were letting Rousey get so over the Bellas, because they're the Bellas. Like, you know, you don't touch them. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, she's dropping lines like, the only door you knocked down was the one to John Cena's bedroom. Yeah. And then he kicked you out. Exactly. And that you guys, you guys basically, you know, became popular based on your man's wrestling moves, and you watered them down. All right. Like... I'm going to go out of kayfabe and just tell everybody what we wrote on the notes. Right. Mm. Your your exact statement was, damn. Damn. So it was. They got personal. <laughs> good words. Yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But it's just Rousey delivering them was kind of like, it was like watching, you know, your favorite cartoon character try to get hard. You yeah. Know? It just wasn't going to work. Hard like Mickey, Mickey Mouse <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. Not going to work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. But. The Bellas can't take it anymore. They come running down, but up. Oh, don't wait, worry. No, wait. They stopped. They stopped. They hired a security a, team. A security team down there. Right. But that's not going to sway. No, no. That doesn't stop Ronda Rousey. She's beaten up multiple security teams before. So she's flipping them all over flipping the place. Flipping them all over the place. And because the Bellas needed them so much, the Bellas were able to handily handle Rousey oh. after the, she beat the yeah. piss out of, you know, six other people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't. I mean, just more... More build-up for the match we all knew was coming before the breakup even happened. So let's talk about, as we say in your notes, mm-hmm. another World Cup spit. Another World Cup spit. Not spot, uh, nope. spit. spit. That's basically so what this is. you alluded to this earlier, but mm-hmm. now we get Drew. Uh, Drew. <laughs> we get Dolph Ziggler yep. and Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. in another World Cup spot. Yep. Uh, another one. It's the same as the Rollins-McIntyre. Like, you know it's going to be good. All six of these guys are good. They're good together. Yeah, they're all good together. Um, of course, basically the same thing happens. The Drew interferes. Um, Rollins comes to help out. Rollins tries to help Ambrose, but, oh, wait, accidentally elbows him. Is that on purpose? Is that uh, not on purpose? I don't think it's on purpose. No. Um, Ambrose gets in the ring. Ziggler grabs him with the pin. Ziggler gets the spot. Oh, no. Now there's some shoving match. There's some shoving match. And who has to come out? Oh, Roman comes out. Big dog! Big dog! Go fight brothers! Go fight brothers, please! We're all friends. Oh, so. And speaking of friends, Mm -hmm. Team B&B. Team B&B. Like, I I don't understand. I don't. I'm hanging my head in shame because Uh, Mm -hmm. there's just nothing to this. So you get gender 
with Alicia Fox mm-hmm. and, of course, the Singh brother. Right, both of them are there. Wait, the other guy's back. back. Is yeah. he still jacked as hell? He is jacked. So he's on the gender program? He's on the gender jacked. So did he wear full long sleeves to cover up all the body acne <laughs> that course. comes with the weightlifting the, program? The, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, weight. weightlifting program. Um, this, what, third week in a row we've yeah. seen this? Yeah, yeah. Um, Balor gets the pin. I, I don't understand their whole idea of this mixed match challenge. When you're just doing the same fights on the main well, show. You see, Craig. Yes. What has happened is there's a huge fan base for the Mixed Match Challenge mm. that enjoys the comedy and seeing the two together. Right. So, although Jinder and Alicia Fox are horrible. Horrible. Alicia Fox is funny to watch. Right, because she wears a funny captain's hat. She's see, so she's funny. Mm. So she's mm. entertainment. So you know what you know mm. what the show writers do. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're getting something. So give it. Just give them more. Do give it, it again. All. Keep again. going. Keep again. going. <laughs> uh, speaking of again and again and again, uh, Bobby Lashley came out and just killed Tyler Breeze this time. Poor There's Breeze. A- Fantago goes and Breeze is just and a Breeze punch is just bag. nothing. Breeze but you know what? Hey, nothing. good good for uh, Breeze. He got TV time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but. I mean, Lashley even came out and interrupted uh, Balor. And, he and did. Mahal's he didn't even match. care the fact that they were just won and they were celebrating. No, he's mean Lashley now. Heel Lashley. I like heel Lashley. I like heel Lashley. It's better, better than, than normal Lashley. Better than face Lashley. Mm-hmm. And Leo Rush was, well, I'm probably working off the uh, Leo Rush rush I got from SmackDown. That's true. That's he's true. getting better. He's, he's getting, getting better. better. He's getting and, better. Um, um, so speaking mm-hmm. of something that could have been good, but. Was made was. not better. Right, right. Was the Trish Stratus, Alexa Bliss, and the Lita and Mickey James match mm-hmm. now has been encapsulated into a tag team match. Tag team match where they now are doing promos against each other. Uh, Trish and Lita start doing like the practice. We're talking about practice. Practice. Like, uh, I, I just, it just didn't, it didn't work. Like, no. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't like it. Like, uh, that was just me personally. I'm sure some people enjoyed it, but it just... I liked I liked seeing the, you know, legends mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Divas division. Like, yeah. I've always enjoyed Trish Stratus and Lita. Mm-hmm. I like watching them. I thought some of the stuff they said was entertaining. Right, right. I liked Mickey James and Bliss coming out with retorts. Mm-hmm. I find that kind of entertaining. Yeah. But yeah. the whole bit did not work for me. No. Speaking no, no, no. of a bit that didn't work for me... Yes. Um, earlier in the show, we get this promo where uh, Angle's there in a Hawaiian shirt and a straw hat. Because he's on vacation. Vacation Angle. <laughs> so we got an Angle of Vacation Angle. Mm-hmm. And he's excited. He even dances with No Way Jose. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get, uh, who is it, Chad Gable and Rude out yeah. there just talking about his appearance and how they need that in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Corbin comes out, says, oh, I'll show you, funny man. You're mm. going to have a match with AOP. Right. Handicap match. Both of them against you. and your... But he's like, I don't have my ring attire. I don't have anything to wear. Oh, he's got to wear the gold condom again. Yeah, so he comes out as El Luchador? No, Conquistador. La Basura. Yes, Nacho Libre. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. I basically called him the trash in mm. Spanish. Uh, Embergesa. Hamburger. Is it the hamburger? Yes. Yes. We be in. Muy bien. Very good. Uh, anyway, he's in the gold condom. Oh, hey, guess what? AOP kills him. But wait. What? But wait. What? It was the huh? angle. Who knew? Who knew 
Ooh, it was some jobber in a suit. This poor guy. They pull it off. Corbin, who's been sitting at the top of the ramp watching from a folding chair, gets attacked from behind by Vacation Angle. Who doesn't love Vacation Angle? Who doesn't love Vacation Angle? Hawaiian shirt beatdown. Oh, yeah. It's it, the best. It's like Magnum P.I. It's the best. But nothing like Magnum mm-hmm. P.I. <laughs> but nothing like it. Um, Speaking of nothing like it... <laughs> <laughs> Natalia yes. versus Ruby Riot. Right, but mm-hmm. Na- Ruby's got her squad. Natalia's not going to be alone this time. No, she's got Sasha Banks and Bailey. And Bailey, both of them. I bossy mean, it's, hug time. It's bossy hug kitties. I. Uh... <sighs> I mean, Natalia technically gets the win from a DQ. Yeah, but Natalia wins because Liv Morgan gets involved. Right, right. So what is. <sighs> I don't, I don't understand. So then, now are these six going to fight at Evolution? You know what I do understand? Hmm? And I'm blown right past this match. Mm-hmm. Elias had a concert. He sure did. He sure did. And uh, this time we get him with uh, Apollo Crews interrupting him. But I liked it. I liked like, it a Apollo lot. Apollo comes out looking strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, he comes out and he doesn't take the insults. He just starts slamming down Elias. He just beat the piss out of <laughs> yeah. Elias. Which is good. We've talked for a long time about the... Uh, missed opportunity or untapped potential of Apollo Crews because the man is strong. Yeah, and I mean, he can perform. I don't know why they haven't used his talents more so than, you know, being part of Titus Worldwide. Oh, Titus Worldwide. So Worldwide! Anyway, I look forward to if they're going to make Apollo and Elias have a program. That's I, I could get behind I'm that. I'm good with that. I I'm can real definitely good with get that. behind that. And then we end with, you know, the same thing we've ended with so it's like watching Raw for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shield versus Strowman and Ziggler and McIntyre, the Dogs of War. Yeah, but this time the Dogs of War start falling apart. They start attacking each other. They're claymoring each other back and forth. They're power it's beautiful slamming. Thing. Beautiful um, thing. And Shield just gets the win. So, so if you could take the Shields and Dog Wars mm-hmm. uh, falling apart, mm-hmm. dismemberment, mm-hmm. and take. <laughs> One part of the Dogs of War and one part of the Shield. Mm-hmm. What would you go with? Like these two powers will combine to make a team all their own. I only because it was teased before, so I kind of liked it. The I think a Drew McIntyre Dean Ambrose well, is we, the is the way to go. Like we all agree that Dean is going to be the one that turns. Yes, because mm-hmm. that's what they're setting us up for. Right. Right. So if Dean is the one that turns, I would love to see him with the Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. However, I think Drew McIntyre would outshine Dean. I think they would put him more with the Ziggler so that Ziggler can be a supporting. Mm. Like, good yeah. enough. He's like right. he's like the poor man Seth Rollins. Exactly. And and Ziggler does a great job of picking of like pushing people up. Like Drew McIntyre was good, but him with Ziggler made Drew McIntyre look better. Yeah. Like I think that's obvious. So I I would agree that would be good too. That would be good, too. None of it's going to involve Roman Reigns, though. No, thank God. No. Because no. who cares about Roman Reigns? Now! On to something much more exciting. SmackDown 1000. 1000! So, first, you were there. Live. I was there, John, live. Give us your first overall impression of the live-feeling event of such a monumental episode. So... As we're there and you look around the stadium, mm-hmm. uh, of course, all hard cam side right. was empty. Mm-hmm. Yes. The whole crowd was on the camera side. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so much so, you would think a show of this importance would have been packed. Mm-hmm. But, um, see, what had happened was mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I bought tickets for the Maniac. That was his mm-hmm. birthday present. Right, right. And um, 
we were upgraded to seats closer to the ring because they couldn't fill the stadium. So, but the crowd that was there was super pumped for mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. They were all in. We were just like every match everybody stood up for. Like yeah. I stood the whole night. Yeah, yeah. And I was worried I was worried if this was going to be a similar to the 25 years of Raw thing where it was a lot of video and not really matches. I didn't feel that was the case. No, they did this one right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we got a lot of matches. There were a lot of video packages, but there kind of had to be. There kind of had to be. And, that, and I don't know what you saw there, but that one that they started the show with, which going from SmackDown from the beginning and just all the things, it was probably about maybe eight to ten minutes, was no. really good. No, my, uh, my night started out with, I got the 205 match, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a little bit because mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yep. I got the 205 match, and then... Um, our truth came out, and we got a five-minute rendition of "What's Up" mm-hmm. with Carmella Horseface going. What's up? What's up? What's up? I mean, from the distance I was, I was probably twenty rows back from the ring. Ooh, from the distance big baller. I was, uh, Carmella from the neck down looked great in that sparkly silver dress. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I got to say, our truth, who's a year older than me, yes, God, he puts. Like, he puts 20-year-olds to shame. Like, this guy looks great. And I'm kind of happy he's back because mm-hmm. he brings back a little flavor to the show. Got it, yes. But uh, mm-hmm. he he got that crowd pumped. Like, we were up and out of our seats just going, what's up? All right, you were all what's in up? on it. Yeah. You were yeah. there for oh, Carmella. 47-year-old standing in the crowd yelling, what's up? What's up? So, it, all in all, our opinion was, good job, WWE. Good job. I give you golf claps. Golf claps. Golf claps. Uh, so we started with Truth TV once again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SmackDown's favorite show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Long running Truth TV. I think it's what? Second, third episode? Second, second episode, I think? We, we can't count episodes. No, we, obviously. We don't know. So uh, it had some special guest stars. It had some special guests. You got Stephanie McMahon coming out. Uh, you had Shane McMahon Then you had Shane McMahon coming out. And then you had Vince McMahon coming out. When Vince came out. The pop mm-hmm. was just amazing, and we all were just singing, "No chance, right? No chance in hell." So I, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I, you know, obviously it was to bring all of them out to talk about SmackDown 1000, but uh, you know, the when they do this whole thing with the McMahon family, like, I, you know, I just yeah. fall into it. You remember all the great stuff Vince did, like. And all you, the great promos he had. Speaking had of to. great stuff, did mm-hmm. you uh, did you guys catch that dance break they did with them? Yeah, with Vince McMahon dancing. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was so awful. And I felt bad for the old man, but then I thought about it. I turned it in on myself, and I mm-hmm. said, you know what? Typical white guy, I have mm-hmm. no rhythm. Right. I'd do worse. Mm-hmm. So good on you, Vince. Good on you, Vince. Dance away. Do that flossing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awful. Um, and then we had a match that... Uh, I don't know how this was shown to you, but the way it was presented to us on the show was AJ Styles and Daniel Bryant versus, oh, commercial break, we don't know. And then we come back from commercial and it's like, wait, what, the Usos? Wait, and so it was funny because we saw what happened. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Bryant and AJ Styles come out and we're all, woo, right, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And then we realize, oh, wait, they're going to work as a tag team. Mm-hmm. And the Usos start coming down. To their music, and then all of a sudden, the music stops. You see the Usos like, what's going on? And it goes black down on the runway. Mm-hmm. And then approximately commercial time later, the lights come back up, and the Usos are there going, Uso Penitent, day one-ish. And we're like, yeah, day one-ish, let's go. Oh, oh. 
So it was fun, but um, this match was awesome to watch. It was a, it was a really good looking match. I I liked uh, the dual calf crusher from AJ. Yes, locked Daniel Bryan. They had both Usos. Oh in. yeah. Like I, I liked the way that that was kind of done. Um, then you get the whole the way it all sort of ended up with uh, Bryan accidentally kicking Styles because of the Uso duck. I think Jimmy. Ducked. Yep. Um, and then the Usos just take advantage of that, all that stuff, end up getting the pin against Brian. Like, well, but I mean, this is classic WWE storytelling where when you have two faces going for the same title, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it just you have to build some heat between them. Right. So right. The easiest way to do that is, and both of them staying face is just oh, we just mistakes. It was a it was a mistake. It was a mistake. It was just you a know, mistake. You, you see it with. The Shield, where mm-hmm. it's Seth Rollins and, and Dean Ambrose. Right, right. You see it with McIntyre and Ziggler. If you want to keep that character in their mode that they're in, but you don't want them to look weak, miscommunication. Yeah, miscommunication. That's all. That's all. So, but I liked it. I liked it. I, I, liked, I liked it, it. almost as much as I liked the next part. <sighs> Evolution. What was it like to see those four men in their live? So, they come out. Mm-hmm. And like we are screaming for them, and then right. all of a sudden there's like this moment of reverent silence mm-hmm. where we're all like, "Holy crap! Mm-hmm. We are in the presence of four of the greatest yeah. ever." Yeah, forty nine titles between them. Yeah, <laughs> my son, who is a huge Randy Orton fan, mm-hmm. loves the Viper. Right, just yells out, "Randy Orton!" Mm-hmm. And I and he he like kind of looked up in the the stadium or the the seats mm-hmm. and my son goes he's looking at me dad he's looking at me. I'm like yes he is yes he is mm-hmm. and um you know you you keep forgetting like they look huge on TV but right. you keep forgetting how big these people actually yeah. are oh yeah and uh when Batista comes out and he's wearing like the Smedium leather ladies jacket he sure is he he's sure huge is. he's huge but he um is huge god and so, then, then I mean, they, they all get their moment on the mic, with yeah. the last one being Batista. Well, before we get into Batista, do you like the way they curtailed Ric Flair? Yeah, like, oh, they yes. only let him said so much. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They knew. They knew. They knew. And you then, let that man go. And his little joke about uh, one thousand. I know more about numbers, like ten thousand. Yeah, we know what you're talking uh, about. We know. We, so, I don't we know saw the saw, documentary. I don't know if you saw it on TV, but. Batista goes into it where he's talking about like his magic number and mm-hmm. keep it in your pants, bro. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. did you get all that? Oh, we did. Oh, we it did. was good. It was we good. Did. Really good. So my son. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My son being. What did huge, you have to explain to your son here? <laughs> no, that, that just I let that be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he took away from this is he's saying, you know, Randy Orton's going to beat them all up, Dad. Mm-hmm. He called them all out. He said, you know. I've done this. You guys have retired. I'm still here making right, a right. name for myself. I'm the man. And he goes, it just fits his character, Dad. It does. It's like fits his he's legend gonna, killer. If these guys come back, he's just going to kill him, Dad. And I'm mm. like, what? that's pretty profound for a 12 yeah, year old. Yeah, no, he's right. So he's right. If I mean the the best part about it, the Batista was good all around. Mm-hmm. Batista was so good. We've already decided he's going to be our moment up for the week. Mm-hmm. Batista's speech. The best part being him talking about each individual person. Yeah. And then getting to Triple H. You've done everything, buddy. You've done everything except beat me. me. Yeah. uh, They have to make this 
be well, a WrestleMania match, right? Batista has made it known many, many times that he wants to come back. Yes. He wants to come back and he wants to do a full program. Mm-hmm. And the one person he wants to do another program with is Triple H. Yeah. So is this foreshadowing? Is this setting this up? Uh, I mean, so now great. that Batista is going over to the DC universe following that... his buddy director uh, Gunn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And speaking of which, if you need any movie news. Yes. There's this little podcast called Take Two. Heard of it? I've yeah. heard your luscious voice on it. Yes, yes. And mm. we go over everything. And we discuss Batista's role not only in this, but in Fantasy Island. Yes. Yes, so that's right. He's if playing need... Tattoo, the little... Tiny yeah, guy. Yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> sure, tattoo. Well, he has tattoos, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll make the tattoo roll. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, if you need any movie news, TV news, or entertainment news in general, please take some time, listen to Take Two. Uh, it. It's almost as good as our show. Eh. I mean, I'm on it. Right. Uh, when we're on it, yes. Yeah. When we're not on it, same level. But when we're on it, better than our show. Mm-hmm. So, um, but... Do you think if they do this Batista Triple H uh, feud, which I like, leading up to WrestleMania, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say the best way for this to end is in some way Randy Orton come out and f it all up, and that would be that would be the classic. way to do it. <laughs> Which is like Ric Flair in one of their corners, right? Exactly. Or like Batista, you picked on my boy Triple H. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be here, Ric Flair. I don't think he could handle another. No, bump. he can't handle a bump. He, he would can't handle an RKO. Class. He would die. Yeah. He would die. So, speaking of dying. Dying, yes. How bad are they killing Rusev right now? They really are. I mean, they it was him versus The Miz for a World Cup spit. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you. I did not see this match because I went to the kitchen to make an iced tea, and then it was done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really quick. Like, I hear the bell ringing, and I ask my wife, oh, who's fighting? She says, ah, the Miz and Rusev are fighting for a World Cup spot. And then as I'm stirring, ding, 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 match over. What what happened? What did I miss? So what you missed was Aiden came out, yeah, mm-hmm. grabbed Rusev's foot, mm-hmm. and uh, caused a distraction. What? Where Miz gets the quick roll-up pin. Okay. Wins the World Cup spit. Mm-hmm. World spit cup spot. Right, World spit cup. Mm-hmm. All right, so he wins that. And then, um, well... Game on, because Rusev goes and destroys Aiden. I, I did see that part. Throws him into any type of metal steps there yep, were. I did see that. Beats the piss that. out of him. But you know what this just does for me? Mm-hmm. Love you, Aiden. Mm-hmm. Some good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so much so that even Lana gets into it a little bit. After he interferes with the match, Lana like just slaps the shh. Oh, good job. Out of good him. job. So, good job. Now, my favorite part of the show, mm-hmm. because it has two of my all-time favorites yes we get the edge yes we do the edge comes yes, out and do. he's going to do a special 1000th episode of the cutting edge yep, yep. and now instead and of stirring the pot i'm not done yet this oh, is I'm my so- time i'm sorry i'm sorry i was just i just so excited for you 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 button your lip and you let me gush sorry Zip. all right so the ed- edge comes out are you done zipping zippity zip Edge when the problem comes along, you must zip it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Edge comes out. He cuts. Uh, he does the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that he does like a promo pop for himself and everything he's done in SmackDown and how much he loves the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there with the spoon, just eating it in. Right. And right. Uh, I knew, I knew he was going to try to mediate between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how it would go. Yes. But he calls out Becky Lynch mm-hmm. and he brings her down, and Becky just. <sighs> When she comes out, 
the chance of Becky and you deserve it mm-hmm. could not be done. They just could they could not make it go away. Good, Even good. with all the stupid heel stuff they made her say, we mm-hmm. were just loving her the yeah. whole time. Yeah. But she comes out and Edge is trying to play the is it really worth it? Like you're gonna be sitting home alone and wondering why. Right. And she's like You're burning bridges and stepping on everybody. And and she's like, No, I don't care. Yeah. I got what I want. I'm happy with who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, I love you, Becky. Mm-hmm. You're the best thing And uh, by the way, Becky Lynch, I love you. <sighs> Has since day one. Love mm-hmm. you even more so now. Happy SmackDown 1000th for yeah. John. Yeah. So, uh, but this leads to Charlotte coming out. And, mm-hmm. oh, there's no words. No. No, none. Mm-mm-mm-mm. None. She says some little quip that she's going to beat her up and do it right now. Do it right now. And they get into they a tussle. spearing each other and the tussling. best part of this, I don't know if you see it on TV, mm-hmm. Edge comes to the... Uh, crowd side. Mm-hmm. So his back is to hard cam, and he's literally looking at us, giving us the, I don't know, shoulders <laughs> up, hands out, like nothing I could do. Right, literally, and they go fight. Literally, he's standing in the corner with his legs crossed, just watching the entertainment like we are. And uh, you could just see the uh, the grin on his face, like he loved every minute of yeah, it. Yeah, good, good. It was it was good. It was a great thing. It was a perfect thing, I think, to break Edge back for. Mm-hmm. If you were going to have him on this, this is what to do with him. Like, so, speaking of Edge, mm-hmm. my son knows that the Edge and Christian is one of my favorite tag teams. Gotcha. And uh, he goes, Dad, all you need is Christian to come out. Is he coming out? I'm like, I don't think he's coming out, mm-hmm. buddy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I really hope he comes out for you. And I was like, my son Aww, thinks of me. Oh, look at that. But, yep, them being one of my favorite tag teams, I wish they were there together, mm-hmm. but they weren't. Instead, we got a tag title match between New Day and The Bar. Yeah, which did have a, a few surprise guests. Uh, we had Jerry Lawler and uh, Booker T. When they came out, we, the crowd, just lost it. And when Booker T came out, and I think they went to a commercial or something, we were like yelling, five time, five yeah. time. And he gets up and he fakes the spin rooney mm-hmm. and then he does the handshake and he pops the five times. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you're the man. Booker T, we love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but he's, they're sitting on the uh, Pancake Power of Positivity commentary table. Yeah. Um, what upset the whole crowd, because mm-hmm. everybody around us was talking like, God, I wish I could just hear the commentary right, for this right. match. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear them talk. Yeah. And I think I text you and I'm like, can you hear them talking? Yeah, and they basically did the same thing they do with New Day, which is you don't hear them go in the whole time. You hear our main commentary team, but every once in a while, they feed it, they pump in their feed. So uh, it was good. I mean, it was great. They're, you know, they're always good, especially in, they're good in, in small doses like this. Like, you don't want them on weekly episodes. No, but, but just a pop of seeing them yep. every now and then was mm-hmm. good. So, speaking of pop, mm-hmm. um, you and I have gone on to say that we're tired of the bar and New Day just yes. feuding it out. But this yes. was a pretty good match, as they always are, mm-hmm. to the point where Sheamus comes over, they clear off the pancake table, they mm-hmm. put Kofi through it, yep. mm-hmm. and we think, that's it, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but Because Big E and, and Xavier are actually in the match. Right. Um, but... Uh, well, it's the big <laughs> show! Don't, 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 don't. So he comes out and we're like, what's going on? Because right. we think he's going to protect the New Day. Exactly. Oh, but no, there's no. a heel turn. Big Show's a thug again. Mm-hmm. Big, he, big teddy bear Big Show who loves all the kids. Yeah, no. No, he, he destroys the New Day along with the bar. Bar gets the win. And now Bar's tag team champions. Yeah, and 
apparently Big Show's somewhere involved in all this. Yeah, so... So I think what we're going to see is a three-on-three match down the road between the bar and Big Show and all of New Day. Will Big E suplex Big Show? I think he can. I think he can. I think it's doable. He's a strong dude. I just don't know if uh, Big Show can handle it. Also true. So we'll see what happens. Also true. And then we get our last World Cup spit. Um... Which my son went bonkers for Rey Mysterio. Nice. Like him coming You're back. You're raising him right. You're yeah, raising yeah, him right. He, he's got a very interesting dichotomy of the wrestlers that he likes. Did you like that word? I dichotomy? did. That's, that's a big word. I think it's like pickled radishes or something. Right. I mean, we can't we can't count, but we can use them pretty words. But um, so he's watching Rey Mysterio, and mm-hmm. every time uh, we see Shinsuke against the ropes, he's like, is this where the 619 comes in? Is this the one? Is this the one? Mm-hmm. And... um. When he finally hits the 619, Colin went off the charts. He was mm. like, that's it, Dad, that's the one. That's and he's literally punching me in the shoulder going, that's so cool. And I'm like, I I forget uh, that my son, this is all first new to yeah, him. Like, I've exactly. seen 619s before. Exactly. But mm-hmm. um, Mysterio gets the win, so he gets the spot in the World Cup. So we get uh, one that it, wait, no, wait, he's from San Diego. Yeah. Um, yeah, so right now uh, we wrote them down. In the International World Cup Best in the World competition. Yeah. We have Kurt Angle. American. John Cena. American. Jeff Hardy. American. Randy Orton. American. Seth Rollins. American. Dolph Ziggler. Is he Canadian? I believe he's Canadian. Maybe. Uh, The Miz. American. Rey Mysterio. American. Really? (laughs) Uh, Just to really rub it in the face of our friends over in Ireland at two bit at Legend mm-hmm. Sports. Um I just want to let you know Marka. Marka? If I had guns I'd shoot them off right Marka, now. and let's be honest, Canada's just baby America. Canada is like little brother up to the north. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um but that didn't end SmackDown one thousand. Oh no, you know what ended SmackDown one thousand? The Undertaker premiered. They told they said he was gonna come. He was gonna come. He was gonna do so much he said three words and walked away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... He didn't do anything. You know, all he said is he had three words for Triple H, mm-hmm. and that's rest in peace. Right. So now there's six words between them. Are you ready? And rest in peace. <sighs> I mean, now, uh, this somehow was probably... Uh, I appreciate them bringing Undertaker out for SmackDown 1000, but this was so pointless, I don't even understand why they bothered. Uh, it's money, my friend. Uh, it's, money it's... makes the taker come out of retirement. Mm-hmm, and sure does. he had to do X amount of show-ups, and this mm-hmm. was one of them. This was one of them. So, that's fine. That's fine. Um, that's fine. That was a thing? Yeah. It, it yeah. happened. And that's it. That's SmackDown 1000. So... Everybody who follows us on Twitter at Take Two Takedown, you can go. There are a few pictures from John there, including him seeing uh, Edge and Becky Lynch in the ring at the same time. I'm uh, completely marking out. Uh, mm-hmm. Between my man crush and my girl crush, I just Oh, crushed, so like, crazy. So crushing. Crushing all crushing over the Crushing like a champion. Crushing all over the place. Speaking of crushing like champions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you feel about the Mixed Match Challenge. I think we talk about it a lot where we actually enjoy the fact that they allow the wrestlers to have fun with it. Yes. Yes. So, much to their, you know, benefit, the two matches that I got to see live for the Mixed Match Challenge were pretty good. They were fun. Like, right. They were just a little, 
you know, like a little nugget of watching people have fun together. Yeah, we we find out who's finally taking Kevin Owens' place because now he's out with the knee surgery. It's Bobby Roode. So it's Bobby Roode and Natalia versus uh, they went against the country dominance of Lashley, of Lashley and, and Mickey James. James, which I just can't get behind at no. all. Like I wanted no. Leo Rush to come out and just be like a fly to Mickey James, mm. just like. Bah, 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 bah. And Mickey's like, "That's my job. Shut up." Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But. Uh, uh, but I heard that I heard Natalia and Mickey James did decent against each other to start it off. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, and then you know, but Lashley gets the pin. Lashley wins. Yeah, well, Lashley has to look strong. He does. Rude ate that spear, like totally ate that spear. It was hilarious. Good, but, good. Um, that's not the match I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. team Oscar, Oscar versus Rusev Day. Yes, hilarious. Was it? I I saw the part where Oscar. Uh, Talks Lana into a dance off and yeah, then attacks and they, her. They do the booty shake mm-hmm. and uh, Lana outworked her like a champ, mm. which was great. And I then, could see uh, that. I could see that. So Asuka and The Miz come out. Mm-hmm. And as The Miz comes out, everybody boos him. Okay. But as Asuka comes out, everybody cheers her. Got it. Then as Rusev and Lana come out, they all cheer them. Mm-hmm. So at one point, and I don't know if you see this in the match, but at one point, they're all standing on four corners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would go, Rusev, yay. Lana, yay. Asuka, yay. Miz, boo. <laughs> and it was me and, like, the four drunk guys next to me. And I got I to gotta say, if, if you were sitting next to me, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, could they not know they were sitting next to These guys... But these guys were, like, super cool to my son. Mm-hmm. Like, he would get up to go to the bathroom or he wanted to get chicken fingers. And we literally had a cross against four really large guys mm-hmm. uh, every time we got up. And I'm like, dudes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they're like, nah, the little guy's having fun. Let him have fun. <laughs> and then um, at one point, the guy in front of my son would stand up and he had this red beanie on. Mm-hmm. And I could see over him, but my, my kid couldn't. Mm-hmm. The four guys next to me, they're like, hey, hey, eraser head. Sit your ass down. The kid can't see. And the the best part was when Randy Orton came out, my son's like jumping up to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys reaches over my shoulder. I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, reaches over my shoulder, taps the eraser head guy, and he goes, move to your left. And the guy looks up at him and uh, moves over to his left. <laughs> and my son looks at the guy who tapped the guy and, and the, the big dude next to me winks at my son. He goes, enjoy Randy Orton. I was like. Yeah, I'm cool with that. How cool. But um, back to the match. Back to the, the match. match. The match was fun. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, team mm-hmm. Oscar gets the Oscar. win. And uh, so I'm still enjoying this mixed match challenge. Yeah, I, I think it's fun. And, and I I think they need to do what they have been doing and what they did last time, which is keep it on this whole extra special thing, Facebook watch, the network, whatever, and don't just intermix it with the Raw and SmackDown shows. Cause I'm, I'm okay if you give us a little taste because it keeps that that memory, that interest yeah. in it. It's kind of like, hey, don't forget. Don't forget. But, but don't make it a thing. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I have a confession to make to you. Yeah. Normally, it is my job to watch the Mae Young Classic mm-hmm. to come back with a little recap of everything. Right, right. Um, with all the excitement of actually going to SmackDown 1000 Live mm-hmm. and then watching Raw and mm-hmm. then, you know, this thing called Real Life. Yeah, always gets in the way. 
I did not recap it. So I'm going to have to do a double take next week. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of good in the way that I think because Evolution will be that weekend. Right. We get a heavy dose of Heavy dose of know what we're going into with Evolution. And I did not watch Mae Young Classic either. That's because there's now a new show on the network, which is NXT UK. Which is also Ooh. on Wednesdays. Very nice. Um, it was it was great. I I watched uh, the majority of it. You know, um, a lot of the people on there you saw in the UK tournament. So uh, you know, but but it's nice to see new faces. We had uh, Mark Andrews, who I kind of remembered from the UK tournament, the Time to Fly. Mm-hmm. So he was jumping around. He's against Joe Coffee from the Coffee Brothers. It's a great match. They're fighting against each other. Um, Coffee, you know, ends up getting the win. They're both beating up uh, Andrews, and then Coffee's brother comes out. It's a whole thing. Like it's 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 a thing. It's a thing. It's, it's great. It's good stuff. Um, I, they they know what they have there, which I think is good. They get Mustache Mountain coming out doing a big promo. Um, but their main job was just thanking everybody for being there and knowing what a big deal, you know, this whole new NXK NXK NXT UK. Is uh, Tony Storm fought? Pete Dunn fought at the end. He went against uh, Noam Dar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, title match. You know, Pete Dunn still kept it, but it was it was a great match. Like you knew that Dunn and Dar are going to be able to go like this. Like that was amazing, and it's just, it's rough because now you got four hours of television on Wednesday, just on the network. Yeah. You got two hours of SmackDown on Tuesdays, and you got three plus hours of Raw. We're looking at nine hours a week. Yeah, exactly. Just wrestling, just wrestling. Not counting anything that, else we want to watch. Not just wrestling. That's WWE wrestling. Uh, right. That's not even getting into anything else. Any other so, promotion. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, I was fortunate because I got to see the two hundred five live match. I, I, and I watched it so that we could talk about it. Um, it was really good. That five-man match. That five-man match was... So, we all wanted Leo to get over like nobody's business. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was fun to watch in that ring. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, long and short of it is, Tony Nese walks away with the win. Yeah, and Tony Nese looked really strong. <laughs> yeah, really strong. Really strong. But, that, that way that finally thing ended, which I think it was Cedric Alexander to rush, where he... Throws him up and then pops him off the ground, spins him up, yeah. you know, like yeah. oh. knees him in the back, like, and you think Alexander's going to get the win, and then Nice comes up from behind and mm-hmm. rolls up Alexander. Like, it was good, it was but it was it was even better live. I could imagine it was I could amazing imagine. to watch. Mm-hmm. Grand Metallic. Was yeah, phenomenal. TJP played it up like he kept trying to take the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I like all of this, um, but. I kind of interrupted you at 205 because you were talking about NX, NXT UK, mm-hmm. and um, I'm jealous because I didn't get to watch that either. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. Did you get any chance to watch the normal NXT? Um, I spot-watched it because it. I knew there was a, a, a big return. Yeah, there's, so there were two main events they kept promoting it as. It started out with War Raiders versus Undisputed Era. And this was one of the matches I really wanted to see because I love both of these teams. And they were they were great together. Like we talk all the time about people like Lashley and even Cedric Alexander and stuff doing like that and Big E. But the strength that the War Raiders have is no joke. I mean, they were literally tossing 
them around the ring, like tossing Undisputed yeah. Era into each other. They're picking up each other and They're throwing, throwing them onto them. Yeah. <laughs> like throwing but, each um, other at each other. And we thought they would probably get the win, but there was some interference. There was some interference. Bobby Fish comes out Bobby with a chair. Fish. All right, he attacks the War Raiders. War Raiders technically get the win based on DQ, but, but still, but they don't get the belts. Could, yeah, who comes keeps the belts exactly because now Bobby Fish is back. All right, so we got all four people there. We had Adam Cole come out, but Adam Cole made no difference in the match. But Bobby Fish comes out with a chair. It's oh, good. Was it good? It was real good. So the match I wanted to see: mm-hmm. uh, Lorkin and Birch. I really the like them. Bang and Rocky. I like watching Lorkin and Birch a mm-hmm. lot. They're mm-hmm. like. Ever since that NXT uh, takeover where they went up against Undisputed Era. Yep, exactly. Just really put them over for me. Yep, I completely agree. So I I love watching them wrestle, and this turned out to be a really good match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously they do get the win over Bing and Rocky. um, But it, it was a great, like, you know, because they started out with this tag team main event. They ended with another main event. So in between, you get this Lorton and Birch one, which Lorton. And Birch, which was really good. And then you get the Shayna Baszler killing this poor woman. Oh, she killed uh, Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Uh, you know, I mean, to this, they stopped the match because yeah, the her was arm like, no. so hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they stopped the match, they call in everybody. Oh, we're stopping it. Shayna gets the win. Shayna then goes and dives on Baker and attacks her again. All and then walks to away. send a message. Oh. Kari's saying, be ready. Be ready. Speaking of sending messages. Mm-hmm. Did you know um, Bianca uh, Belair and Nikki Cross had a match? I did. How did uh, it end? It was really good. All right, so they basically, there was a lot of good things in it. At one point, uh, Belair actually uh, overhead squats Nikki Cross because yeah. she holds, holds her up and squats and does E-S-T and then slams her down. Amazing. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But then all of a sudden the screen goes black. You don't know what's happening. Fade to black. Comes back up. Belair's gone. And Nikki Cross is there. Alistair Black sitting in the middle of the ring. And how awesome was it when she crawls over to Alistair Black yep. and whispers in his ear, Yep. Who did it? We don't know. We don't know who he said, but whoever she said, uh, whoever she said, Al, uh, Black starts getting angry and starts shaking and screaming and then goes running out. So. Yeah. So hell's going to be paid. When do you think we get the payoff for this? Well, next week... Uh, they promote that uh, William Regal is going to come out and announce something for TakeOver. Mm. Uh, so I wonder if there's going to be some sort of that sort of interacting with this thing with Black. Who do you predict? Who do you think it is? I still think it's Regal. You think it was Regal? I think it's Regal. No. Mm-hmm. no Who I are think, you thinking? I think it's Gargano. You think Gargano? Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? Gargano why not? goes Go Black. Gargano. So let's do it. Let's all right. Do so it. I mean, that's it for the rest of the show, that's right? It. I mean, no, no. Wait, no. What? No. What is it you like? We to have play? our most important part, which is our fun game. What is it you like to play? Let's play some gorilla position. Now we need music. Like we keep saying this, but in fifty episodes, we have not not come up with theme music or intro music for any of our segments. You just want me to do that? Maybe. Maybe by episode fifty-two. We could have something. No, no, no. That's a lot of pressure. There's a lot going into There's this show. There's a lot show. of pressure. Guys, gals, we're putting work into this so show. So much work. So last week uh, was Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Based on my choice. And we forgot to preview what this week is going to be. So, John, as your choice, what is the gorilla position uh, entertainment 
that we cast going to be this week? Well, I wanted to keep you on your toes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wanted you to have to think about it, but I didn't want to catch you completely off guard with something completely obscure. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. So we are probably going to do Mm -hmm. something that should be fairly easy for all of us. Yeah. We're going to do the Avengers. Ooh, Avengers. I like that. I like that. So who specifically are we going to be casting here? All right. To start off with, I need a Captain America, my friend. Who are you going to make Captain America? (sighs) Captain America. The all-American, the boy to epitomize and lead the Avengers. I'm going to go with old, not not current, all right, past Kurt Angle. Really? Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. came out as the, when he came out gold, as the, medal as the gold medal Olympic winning, I'm going Kurt Angle. I'm going Kurt Angle. All right. So Captain America's everybody's favorite, like All-American. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of going down the old street, too, mm-hmm. but I'm going even older. Oh, okay. okay. And I am going right up to the... Take your vitamins, say your prayers. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. That's good. Before all the racist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, pre-racist. Yeah, but, you know, 1980s mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. I like it. I like it. I am a real American. Exactly. See what I'm going that with? One, that one? Like, mm-hmm. he was everybody's all-American champion. Yeah, yeah. So. I like it. I like um, it. So. So if we have Captain America... That means we got to do Tony Stark, right? Yeah, you got to do an we Iron gotta Man. We got to do an Iron Man. Let's see. Iron Man. You got to pick somebody who's kind of smart, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. a little cocky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe sometimes too cocky for their own good. Yeah. I would say. So if we're going to go for that, I think I'm going to go Miz. You're going the Miz. I'm going to go Miz. Good call. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it a little further. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to sell it down the line, staying in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with one Ted DiBiase. Ooh. The million dollar man that's in a his good prime. One. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. You should because it's the best choice. Oh, okay then. Speaking yeah. of the best choice, mm-hmm. let's do a couple females. Okay. Okay. Um, let's do some of the ladies. How do you feel about doing one Black Widow? Black Widow. Who would you have as the Black Widow? So, kind of a badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, doesn't really take any crap from anyone. Yeah. Can handle her own. Can handle her own. Um, this is rough. And uh, I think it may be just because I feel she is so badass. I'm going to go Shayna Baszler. I like where you went, and mm-hmm. she was one of my choices. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to go straight up on the record as... Supporting the face the whole nine, ten yards down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey. Ronda That's Rousey a as That's a Black a Widow you know, works one. for me. Now, let's turn the corner. Another female, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, a little more reserved. Yeah. Still knows her stuff, but you don't, like, see it as, you know, she's not as badass, I would say. And she's not as in your face. Right. She's more, you know, there. She's more there. She's working, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think, I think I'm going to go for a, maybe a Bailey. I like a Bailey. Really? A Bailey? I like a Bailey. It's an interesting Good, choice. Knows her stuff, but isn't like in your face, isn't mean, 
isn't I don't feel badass from Bailey, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I feel like she still has the skills to work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you like her Skittles. I like her Skittles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going Skittles and all mm-hmm. that sweetness, I can't do that for Scarlet Witch. I need somebody, like you said, who's there, knows her stuff, confident in who she is, uh, able to do, handle the business that comes her way. Um, I would have to go more for Scarlet Witch, probably an Asuka. Asuka <sighs> would be good. Like, not... The one we have now. No, 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 not no. Wa- well, not watered down Oscar. No, the the killer of everything, mm-hmm. the Empress of Tomorrow. Yes, I would go Oscar on that. I one. like it. I like that a lot. I so like we need a, a couple foils. We do. We need we need the heels to our faces. We need the heels so to our faces. Let's work up to obviously Thanos. But right. Let's work up to that. Mm-hmm. Let's do um. Let's do this one's gonna throw you. Mm-hmm. Ultron. Ooh, Ultron. So robotic. Robotic, strong, strong, methodical. Methodical. I'm going to go with Randy Orton. I like Randy Orton, mm-hmm. but for me, Randy Orton's character has more of a unpredictable side. That's true. Which is not an Ultron-esque feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go more of a Chris Benoit. Ooh, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's where he just came choice. out and you know his ultimate goal was just to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Now, he could do it methodically with the submission holds and all that, yep. but, I mean, I'll go Chris Benoit. I, I like it. I like that. I like that a lot. So, Loki. Ooh, Loki, the trickster god. The trickster god. All right. he uh, He's always got his own agenda. He does kind of his own thing, um, you know, because he's looking out for him and no one else. Based on that, I'm going Champa. Really, mm-hmm. Champa for Loki. Champa for Loki. I you think know you can't use him again. I know, I know, I know. I can't use him for Thanos now, but I'm going Champa because I feel that if there's anybody that is out for himself, and you doesn't matter what is going now, what is going on, he's making sure he's taken care of. Champa. All right, well, if you're going to go that route, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go a little more. Somebody that's willing to go underhanded, somebody that's willing to do whatever it takes to get himself over mm-hmm. and take care of what he wants. Mm-hmm. He'll use the people around him for that. Yep. Adam Cole. That's good. I'm so much better at this that's game good. than you are. You're good. You're good. I like it. Yeah, like so I'm it. going Adam Cole. So that leads us up to Thanos. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's obvious because I called you out that you can't use Champa again. Nope. I saved Champa for Thanos. I think Champa right now, mm-hmm. right now is the epitome of evil. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just uh, even to the point where he deserved, in my opinion, to wear the Thanos shirt, Ooh, to that's have true. that gear. That's true. So That's true. See, I'm going for more. The yes, he is evil, but if you look at things from his side, try and put yourself in his shoes, you can kind of understand where he's coming from. I can understand where Adam Cole comes from. You can kind of be on his side because he sees the bigger picture, and the man that sees the bigger picture is Triple H. Do like Triple H. Triple H, he's got his own, there's much things going on. There's things everywhere. But the man who sees everything... Yeah, and he does have his hand in all the sees pot. it all, it's Triple H. I think excellent choices. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so that ends Gorilla Position that for does. us. That does. If you guys are interested in the game and you want to play, just send us what you feel. You yeah. can send us 
emails. You can hit us up on Twitter. You mm-hmm. can even call our hotline. Call the hotline. Exactly. You can do whatever you want. Just let us know. So, Craig, with that in mind, yes. what do you have for us for Gorilla Position next week? Next week. Let's see. See, it's rough because I like the Avengers, and I think because of that, we're going to go in that same vein. We're going to do the Justice League. I thought you would say that. I knew you did because we're best friends. Besties. Besties. So, next week, Justice League. Just Us League. Just Us League. Exactly. Speaking of things that we enjoy, this weekend there was the Making Goals event for Rice Coast Pro. Ah. All right. It was it was a big event. It was a big event. Let's talk about it. All right. We had the Olympus Championship. We had Setsu Ginsu retained his belt, beating our good friend, Mr. Intensity Jerry I Baldwin. I did not see this coming. I did not. I thought Baldwin would get it. I, I think I called it on our last show that mm-hmm. Setsu was just a placeholder. Yeah. And that this was the time for Mr. Baldwin. Exactly. It, exactly. I was wrong. And you I were was wrong. wrong. And not only did uh, Ginsu retain, but his... Former tag team partner Brian Prophet also retained his heavyweight championship belt, beating Sean Royal. So where does this put us? This puts us at, they've already announced, November 10th, Strange Happenings, one of Right Coast Pro's most entertaining events. All right, they're one surrounding Halloween. All right, this year it's going to be November 10th in Delaware, and they've already announced title versus title, Brian Prophet versus Setsu Ginsu. I can't wait. The former... Golden Dragon Dynasty must fight each other. I can't wait. Oh, the dare we dare we assume that there may be a special guest promoter? Oh, we can only hope. He was there at this last event. Do we get the Jason Wilson experience? I think we might have some Jason Wilson experience. Former guest of the show. Pretty awesome. To be at this event. Now, there was one other match that you and I were really looking forward to. In this. Yes. I mean, we were looking forward to all the matches. Don't get me wrong. Right. But the one that I had special interest in is because it had two of my favorites. They had the Crazy Kids and Mozart Fontaine. Mm -hmm. They were going up against Pretty and Gritty with Slade McCoy. Right. There was a lot of interaction back and forth like that. But as we know, as we hoped, Crazy Kids retained. Is right. Is right. So make sure November 10th, Strange Happenings, look for that event. You want to make sure you're part of that. And if you're so inclined... The day before that, yep. November 9th, mm-hmm. Maryland Championship Wrestling has its Autumn Armageddon. Armageddon in Joppa, Maryland. Joppa, Maryland. And special guests for this are the Boogeyman, yep. Rosa Mendez, yep. and Ted DiBiase. Oh, you mean the person that we just uh, that yeah. you just mentioned that in I put down as Iron Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. So that leads us into our moment of, my moment friend. Moment of, we already talked about it, and I think there can't be anything else. It's got to be Batista. Well, he is a local SD boy. He is a local boy. We loved him being there. So your moment of this week. Do you realize how the molecules change in the room when the four of us walk in this building? The energy changes. When Line in the Sand plays, it is a different vibe. This is a special group. Four world champions brought together to build a force, to build an army. Never been done before, hasn't been done since. It will never be done. This is special. Randy Orton, 13-time world champion. The first time I laid eyes on that kid in OVW, I knew he was special. I knew he was special. 
Rick knew he was special. Hunter knew he was special. The WWE Universe knew he was special. He has more talent in his pinky than half the guys who have ever stepped foot in this ring. <laughs> Ric Flair, the nature boy, Space Mountain, 16-time world champion. There's nothing I can tell you about him that you don't already know. Or could I? <laughs> not again. Just like old times. And last but not least, this guy. The game. 14-time world champion. This man has single-handedly changed this business. He runs this business. This man is this business. 14-time world champion. There is nothing, nothing that this man hasn't done in this business. Except beat me. All right, so there's Batista. There is Batista. All right, thank you this week, folks. I dropped. Yes. Real quick. I dropped it on uh, Brian. I'm going to drop it on you. Mm-hmm. What is Batista's finishing move? Um, The Brahma Bull? No, it's the Batista bomb. I and remember. You finally remembered now. I remember. All right, well, you know what? Thank you for remembering. Thank and you. And what we need to do mm-hmm. is thank our guests, which you were going to do, and I interrupted. So That's go, fine. Please. That's fine. Please. Thank you very much to... Big Papa Take Two. Yeah. We love them. Like I said, you were on this last episode, so you need to make sure you go back and listen to 105. Thank you to all of our listeners, all of our followers on at Take Two Takedown on the Twitters. Real quick with Take Two, don't mm-hmm. forget, they're going to do another special spotlight. They are. Secret, secret. Secret, secret spotlight. Secret person that they're going to come out. This weekend, You'll... Realm comes out. Next weekend, Secret Spotlight comes out. Yeah, so get the Realm this weekend. It's episode eight, mm-hmm. and Roy has done a huge job. If you're a fantasy fan, please listen to him. Yep. Uh, the Super Secret uh, episode coming out next weekend mm-hmm. uh, will feature none other than... We don't know. So what we want to say is yes, you can hear yes. us in the triple mm-hmm. T bag. If triple you want to send T us bag an email. at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your email. Don't forget, we've got the voicemail. The hotline's always open. It's always popping. That's 434-602-1931. Once again, folks, you can hit us up at 434-602-1931. Oh, I love it so much. Operators are standing by. Operators slash Tony are standing by. And Operator is- any of your shopping needs, go to Take2Podcast.com, click on the Amazon link, buy everything. It's the same price you'd pay with all that other cheap stuff you get from Amazon. We just get a little kickback all right, to keep this ship afloat. Yeah, because we're sinking fast. We're sinking so fast, so fast. And remember, folks, two weeks from now, big episode, 52, one year of T3. You, you couldn't ask for any more from us. No. 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 I mean- no. 
I'm just amazed that we've stayed together for a year. I remember we didn't. If you don't forget our fights and our festivals of friendship, that's early on in the in the season. Yeah, like episode seven. Episodes like seven and eight. We mm. may have another one. It was fun. We may. It was fun. Survivor Series is coming up. That's what made us fought last time. Mm-hmm. I do like that idea. All right. So thank you again. Episode fifty. Peace. I got it. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Rube. Bye, Bobby Rube. Bada boo, bada bee. Yeah, I listened to the episode with you and Brian, where you messed up what episode we're on. Bastard. We did 4848. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> we never said 49. That was I don't math good. What do you want? I don't me? math it good. I'm just You should be proud of you. Awfully darn you're beautiful. I'm awfully darn cute. You are. That's why we keep you around. Yeah. It's more for looks than anything else. Like I really make a plaid shirt look manly. So manly. This has been a production of Take Two Podcast. WTTP. 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 Oh, WTTP. 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 WTTP.